Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the fourth quarter comeback show. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. It is midnight Eastern Standard Time. It is midnight in the East. People, I'm still up and I'm still ready to, to light you on fire. I brought some dynamic guests on tonight, and we're coming to tell to you tonight about the courage to come back. That's right, the courage to come back. It takes courage to actually pull off the fourth quarter comeback. Tonight we're going to talk about what, is, what will it take to actually come back, and it's going to take you some courage. Um, before we go any further, I want to thank each and every one of you who, are, who have tuned in tonight live. I, I, I utterly appreciate you. You don't have to be here, but you chose to come out anyway, and I thank you. And even, like I said, even though it's midnight tonight, I'm still going to do everything I can to light you on fire. Um, before we go any further, um, I want to thank God for this opportunity again. I don't take this 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 um, platform for granted. I don't take you for granted. I, I appreciate you, my creative championship standard living uh, guests and all the guests that are um, – uh, excuse me. Um, all the listeners that are that are coming to listen to this show tonight, from uh, that are following the uh, the guests that are going to be on tonight, I absolutely thank you. I admire you. I'm, it is my pleasure to have you here. Uh, again, like I said, I don't take you for granted. I love you. Without you, it is not possible for me to do what it is I do. So I utterly thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me into your life. So. As I do every time I do one of these shows, I want to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what it is that he sent us here for tonight. And I want to decree that as I speak that his glory comes forth and that his kingdom comes in in the lives of those people who can hear and receive this show tonight because I know that it's something dynamic for you and it's divine. Um, Before I go any further into the show, Again, I, I got to go back to this. I thank you. You don't realize this, how important it is for me to say this. I utterly thank you, you the listener. You are absolutely phenomenal. This, this, this show does not happen without you. There's no need for me if, if there's no you. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much. Um, so what I want to do now is I want to read you a scripture um, just to get to kick the night off on the right note. I want to read you a scripture that I think is going to light you on fire, and then we're going to move uh, deeper into the show. Tonight I'm going to read you a scripture. Um, I'm going to read to you Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. Uh, and I'm reading this from the King James Bible. It states, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. I want to read that to you again. Verse 18, Isaiah 43. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. People, that's for you tonight. 
That's what this fourth quarter comeback is all about. This is the this is the supernatural. God has 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 chosen to bless you. God has chosen to <laughs> to make the old things new for you. So don't keep going back on the, the, the first three quarters of this year. Don't keep going back to the, all the mistakes you've made. Don't keep going back to everything that, that went wrong. What I want you to do is to, to receive in your spirit right now that God is doing a new thing with you. Guess what? That's one of the things the fourth quarter comeback is all about. This is a new movement. This is a new, this is a new season. So fear not. God is doing a new thing with you. Receive it. Walk in that newness. And we're going to give you a blueprint tonight to, to actually walk it out. So I'm going to uh, play for you a, um, a very, 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 very inspirational song that's near and dear to my heart. It's called The Lord of the Breakthrough by Israel Houghton, and I'll be right back. Thank you. 
And we're back. Um, that song really fires me up every time I hear it. It makes me think of of, of a dynamic God that, that loves us and that wants to see us prosper and that wants to see us on fire and that wants to see us, you know, prosper as our soul prospers. That's what the four-quarter comeback movement is about, people, the breakthrough, the turnaround, the comeback. People... You have been promised some dynamic stuff. I know you have been because you keep coming back and keep listening to the show because you know I'm telling you the truth. This fourth quarter comeback that's getting, that is taking place is a supernatural movement. As I said uh, once before on my Creating a Championship Standard of Living show that comes on every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live, as I said before on that show, when you get to the edge of the natural, the next step forward is into the supernatural. Where do you think we are? We are at the edge of the natural. Most of us are at the edge of the natural. If we just walk forward, the next step is into the supernatural. Peter walked on water. I actually uh, taught this uh, lesson a couple weeks ago, instructions for walking on water. I, I suggest you, you download that podcast because I give you instructions for how to move into the supernatural. People, in your life, you're just, you just need to take one step forward and you're in a supernatural movement. That's what the four-quarter comeback movement is all about. You are going to have to, to walk forward, Keep, continue to walk forward. Breakthrough comes as you, consistently do, as you consistently make that move towards the goal that you, want, that you are so desiring. I don't care what the comeback is in. I don't care if it's in your finances. I don't care if it's in your marriage. I don't care if it's in, you know, with your relationship with your children. I don't care if it's school. I don't care what it is. Take the next step forward and trust God to assist you with everything else. People, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm on fire right now. I'm, I, I was half asleep about 30 minutes ago, but right now I am ready to go. I'm ready to give it to you now. Um, 
I'm going to play a commercial, and then I'm going to uh, play a motivational moment from my Creating Championship Standard Living show. So uh, stay tuned. Coming soon to Make It Happen Radio. George Frazier says your network determines your network. The great communicator. Who do you allow to be in your ear? Les Brown. What kind of relationships are you developing? Are they an asset to you or they are a liability? Do they elevate your spirits or do they tear you down? October 29th, 6.30 Central. Tune in. We get two types of people. Nourishing people and toxic people. Nourishing people, they bring the best out of you. They encourage you. They inspire you. They hold you accountable. Toxic people, they are critical people. Always telling you what you can't do. Always measuring your possibilities based upon their failures. My mother said, never let anybody tell you what you can't do, son, especially if they haven't done it. And that promo was for, uh, that promo was for Mr. J.L. Godfrey uh, on Make It Happen Radio. He's going to have a dynamic event tonight, people. He's hosting the great motivator, Mr. Les Brown, on his show Make It Happen uh, Radio. You can find out more about that show at jlgodfrey.com. Uh, he's going to – you you got you got to tune in. This is a once-in-a-lifetime type deal. And JL was able to – is able to interview Les Brown. And, and, and knowing what I know about JL, he's going to pull out some great stuff from Les Brown because uh, he's a great interviewer. He's a great uh, host. So I'm, I'm – at my, at my, anybody who hears this show will hear my voice right now. Later on this day, tune in to Make It Happen Radio because history in the making, the great motivator, Les Brown, will be on that show. I will also be on that show later today, and I'm looking forward to it myself. I think it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal show. So don't miss it. Do not miss Make It Happen Radio today. Also, um, just a lot of great things are going on. Um, but you have to tune in to Make It Happen Radio to get further details. But there's, some, there's a great offer that JL is going to offer to um, his listeners. So you have to, be, you have to tune in today to the, um, hear that show as we continue the four-quarter comeback movement. Um, I'm going to play for you now a motivational moment from my Creating a Championship Standard of Living show, and it is entitled um, What is Success? So I want you to listen to this, you know, and, and be open for what, what I'm saying here. This is going to be something really dynamic. Actually, I want to play Be True. I want, I want you to hear that first. I'm going to play Be True, and I'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to, um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. Ten steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I, uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are, we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. 
And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you. The, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in, because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one: keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem. They battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. And they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world. And they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image. How could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you're less than than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's that's a part. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur. Not like a donkey. Not like a horse. Not like a bear. But in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the creator. And we're back. I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in. I want to make an announcement. Uh, the chat room is open. Um, a lot of people may have, are, are here are tuning in on the Internet. And I'm um, just letting you know that the, the, um, the chat room is open. 
if you can't uh, get access to it, just uh, refresh your screen and then try to go back at it again. But the, the chat room is open. We have a lot of good uh, content is being passed around the chat room. Also, we got some great people in there tonight. I thank everybody for tuning in on the chat room and uh, you know sharing your ideas there as well. I had to um, I had to do this. I brought on a guest tonight. I'm bringing on a guest tonight, and I'm. I'm honored to bring on. I actually, I, I'm always honored to bring on any guest that I bring on, because I don't want to just bring anybody before you. But this guest right here, he's. Um, I talked to him earlier in the day, and he's he's ready to go. I know he's chomping at the bit. He's ready to get on the show and just and and cook up a, a home cooked meal like none other. And um, I want to read his read his bio to you. Uh, he's uh, the host of a dynamic show on Blog Talk Radio entitled Minister of Motivation. This show that my guest is the host of is guaranteed that if you are down and out to inspire and encourage you to give it one more shot. His motto is stay high on life and life will stay high on you. Without further ado, I present to you four quarter comeback audience, Dr. Walter Sims. Doc, you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. <laughs> it's an absolute honor to have you on the show. Man, I am glad to be here, my friend, and I just want to uh, thank you for the opportunity, Brother Miles. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, it's an absolute honor on this end, too. Amen, amen. Man, you got me Man, you got me sitting on the edge of my seat, man. I was listening to your, uh, to the inspiration of music you're playing and, and the way that you're talking, man. I'm just, you were right, man. I'm chomping at the bit. Can't wait to say a few <laughs> words, man. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When we talked earlier, you talked about starting the drive. Right. That That's one of the keys to, to actually making a comeback is actually getting started. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I don't – now, this might date me a little bit, but and, and this may be way before your time, but um, several, several, several seasons ago, there was a young man by the name of John Elway, and he was tagged. One of his one of his mantles was the comeback kid, and I believe yes, it was a, it was AFC Championship game against um, against the Cleveland Browns. And I believe yes, they had to drive the, drive the length of the field about ninety seven yards, ninety eight to be ninety eight and a half to be exact, ninety eight and a half to be exact. And he could not. They were down by maybe four or five points, but in order for them to make a touchdown, brother Miles. They had to get the very first first down. And I believe a lot of people in this hour, in this fourth quarter of 2009, are at that point where they need to make a touchdown. They need to score, and they need to score right now. But before you can do anything in your life, the biggest thing the Lord has really impressed upon my spirit as I, I've been studying and I've been listening to you, I've been listening to J.L., I've been listening to Mr. Noah, I've been listening to a lot of different people, and, and one common denominator keeps jumping out at me, and that's simply starting. Um, in April of this year, I had gotten to a point in my physical life, um, I, 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 the Lord really burdened my heart. If I'm going to help people, if I'm going to motivate people, if I'm going to do what I can to help turn people in a positive direction, my physical appearance had to be on point. 
And so I stood yes, on a scale one morning, and I almost took that scale back to Walmart because it must have been broke. It read <laughs> 251 pounds, and I'm 5 foot wow. 10 inches tall. That's way overweight. I got on the Wii. My sons have a Wii, and we bought that Wii Fit board for my wife for Mother's Day. And the board told me, the Wii board told me, Miles, that I was overweight. I was obese. Wow. Something something had to change. But before I could even think about doing anything else, I had to start a program to lose weight. And so I, yes, I want to I want to let your audience know the first thing I want to leave with your audience is that you have to start. I don't care where you are, I don't care you may be on your last dime, you may be on your last tank of gas, you may be on your last loaf of bread, but you have to get up and start moving in that right direction. And Miles, do you know something? People really know what they need to do, but they just haven't started to do it. Hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's something that the Lord has really impressed upon my heart. You have to start. And 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 I and I don't want to I don't want to uh, uh, advertise any particular brand, but the Nike I love Nike because they simply say just do it. And if you yes. remember the miracle that Jesus did in John chapter two, his first miracle, his mother told the servant they ran out of wine, and 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 so so you know back then if you didn't have any wine, I mean oh my goodness stop the Stop the music. Tell the DJ to go ahead and pack up his CDs. That, that kind of stopped the party. But the mother, Mary, had heard, had been pondering and praying for the length of Jesus' life. That now it's time for my baby to go do something. And, 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 and she, he, she told the servants, hey, hey, don't worry about it. My baby here, he's going to solve everything. And, and, and Jesus like, Mama is, is, oh, my goodness, okay, since you done got everybody all excited, just feel those, <laughs> just feel those words. Water pots, those firkins of water pots up. Fix, fill up those six gallons. Fill it to the brim. And the servants filled up those water pots. And Jesus said, "Now draw out and give to the governor and tell him we can keep this party going." And and the message that I preach from that passage is just do it. All I want your audience to do as as we preach this fourth quarter comeback message is just start. I don't care if 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 you want to lose weight. Start not drinking that extra soda. If you if you want to start a business, go down and get the paperwork. Look on the internet how to start. Google it how to start a business. If you want to write a book, work on your introduction. I cannot stress it enough. I'm standing on my feet. I'm on my soapbox. I cannot stress it enough. You have to start because the Chinese proverb that we all tweet about is the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Wow. It, it starts it, with it, one step. Now I, I I can't I can't stress it up. Now I got I got one more point if if I can get a little bit of latitude because we all Go ahead, say it. Go ahead, bring it. <laughs> bring it. I know I I feel it. I I I'm backing off. Go ahead and bring it. Okay, well, one more quick, and, and, and you kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but you <laughs> echoed it, and I, I've heard you say it so many times, you got to have no fear. You cannot, the first thing is start. The second thing is you got to have no fear, and praise God, we don't have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Yes, you yes, got Lord. to live a fearless life.
life. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? If it's bad in your life right now, you're in the fourth quarter, you're already losing, what else going to happen? What else going to happen, Miles Miller? What else going to happen? A lot of people, and and I'm going to go ahead and raise my hand. I'm I'm, I'm talking to myself. Like, you have to apologize to yourself. I've been apologizing to myself because I have wasted so much time in the fourth quarter of my life not doing what I know I should be doing. I've wasted wasted drive. I've fumbled the ball. I've I've done so many things to self-destruct and sabotage myself, but time out. And the third thing I'm going to leave with you, I'm tired of living average. I am tired of living beneath my potential. Hallelujah. I'm tired. And I may steal a little bit of Tanoa's thunder, but Rafiki in The Lion King told Simba, you don't even know who you are. And when you don't know who you are, you don't realize you are a king, but you're living like a pauper. Come on, somebody. Wow. Wow. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> if, you if you don't know who you are, if you don't realize who you are, we are kings and queens, but we are living like we are paupers. And it, it is it is sad that a lot of people are living beneath their privileges. Man, there's so many authors out there. There's so many singers out there. There's so many preachers out there. There's so many presidents of companies out there. But people are not starting. They are fearful, and they are living beneath their privileges. And, and I, I, I refuse to do it anymore. Like you say, in about a year, there's a certain car that you want to drive. I have visualized the way that I want to see me living my life, me and my family. And I'm here to tell you right now, it's no time like right now, midnight in Atlanta, Georgia, 11 o'clock in Dothan, Alabama. It's time for us to stand up. Let's get moving. Let's be about our business because t- time is up. Time is running. Running out, the fourth quarter, the clock is ticking. Oh, breathe, Sam. <laughs> we got oxygen on the sideline. If you if you need to come over for oxygen, we got oxygen on the sideline. <laughs> I need the oxygen mask, brother Miller. I need it. I need it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take a breath. Take a breath. Now come back. Now, now, now bring it. What, what, what are you trying to say now? Go ahead. We need to finish this drive now. Well, well, the, 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 that's the really the last, the really the last thing I wanted to share is that it, it, and I guess it could be a number four. Your attitude is everything. You have to have a winning attitude. So, so we must start. We must be fearless. Have no fear. We must refuse to live beneath our privileges. And number four, you've got to have a winning attitude. And having that winning attitude, and you're a sports person. Is something sexy about having a winning attitude, and you see yeah. it. My favorite player uh, in basketball is Michael Jordan. No disrespect yeah. to Kobe, no disrespect to Dwayne Wade, no disrespect to LeBron, but they ain't Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm old sir. school. I'm old school. I'm old school. I love me some Michael Jordan. I um, um, the the year that they uh, he beat Cleveland with that last second shot. The year that they won his oh, he won his first national champ. Uh, National Championship uh, in 1990 against the Lakers, man, that was oh, that was a beautiful series. No, not, not 1990, not 1990, 1991, because 1990, was 91. my Pistons won. It was 91. Oh, that's exactly right. To clarify that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brother Miller. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, that winning attitude, Joe Montana had it, uh, Peyton Manning's got it, yes. uh, Troy Aikman had it, Emmitt Smith had it. It's something about a winning 
attitude. And I think since we're dealing with the fourth quarter comeback, and the Lord just put that in my spirit, you have to have a winning attitude because, and we can back it up with Scripture, Romans 8.31 says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Uh, drop down to verse 37 says, we are more than conquerors. People don't really realize we've already won. Uh, you're probably going to get to a little bit later. You just got to walk it out. Yes, sir. You just got to walk it out. And and as I as I as I close, the Lord just gave me that nugget. You have to have a winning attitude, and yes. and that and that, and that, and that's part of us being motivators. Is that there's always a bright side, and you just got it's all about. And I tweeted I tweeted something uh, the other day, Brother Miller. It says your situation is either a stepping stone or a stumbling block. It just depends upon your perception. Wow. Wow. Doc, I, I hate to do this. I gotta uh, I, I gotta move forward in the show. Okay. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but you on fire, you got me on fire. Like I said, I was a little sluggish just thirty minutes before the show, but right now, you know, if somebody told me I had to go on stage right now and just light them on fire, I'll do it. <laughs> you got me well, you got me well, on my brother. Well, my brother, thank you so much for these few moments, and I love you, man, and I, I, I pray you, with you. I pray for you, and uh, you're doing big things, man, and just keep doing what you do, and I'll and I hang up, and I'm going to be listening in the chat room. Well, I'll tell you what, before you go, before you go no, don't leave so soon. Don't leave so okay. soon. I want you to do, I want you to stay on the line. Okay. And But before you go, I want you to tell the people where they can find you, and just give them a, 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 one word of motivation before you, let, you go. Okay, okay. You, um... My my Twitter name my Twitter name is preacher uh, p r e a c h e r r r uh, I'm on Facebook Walter Sims and my blog spot and I just put a new blog up there uh, Pinky Promise uh, that's a nice blog it's at www.ministerofmotivation.com and uh, go check out Pinky Promise that is that's a really good one I got about ten blogs up there uh, that'll be good but but I, there's one quote that um, someone tweeted several months ago, and I resurrected it today, but it simply says, Miles, it simply says, a candle loses nothing lighting another candle. And, wow. and I just want you to know, I have been sitting on the sideline, I've uh, I've listened to you, I've listened to um, J.L. Godfrey, I've listened to, to Noah, I've listened to um, so many of the motivational speakers, and we're oh, my all... Quarter quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right, man. And we we're lighting each other's candles. We're trying to light other people's candles, and that takes nothing away from what God has given us, helping and lighting somebody else. And that quote has just really meant so much to me because it is just so profound. But anyway, that's your motivational moment for right now. <laughs> and sir, just like I said, hold the line. We going I'm gonna come back to you before we end the show. Yes, sir. Well, Minister of Motivation, uh, Doctor Walter Sims, he got me ready to. I, I swear to you, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take JL's line. JL always says he can slap. He's he ready to slap a bear. I can't slap no bear. I'm not gonna do it. I just had to get a shotgun and put him to sleep. But uh, <laughs> that's for you, JL. Uh, but before we go any further, I want to play for you a motivational moment again. Another uh, segment from my Creating a Championship Standard of Living show that comes on every. Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want you to check that shot. If you haven't listened to it, you need to tune in to Creating a Championship Standard Living because that show 
people that that's the show that started everything. And and I I, I tell you right now, if you tune in, you, something's gonna break loose. I mean, just like right now, I know something's breaking loose. I'm I'm if you could feel the energy level I have right now, I can't. This phone can't really contain it. <laughs> so I want to share with you another motivational moment from creating a championship standard of living. And this one is entitled, What is Success? So sit back, enjoy, and I'll be right back. First and foremost, I want to set the table. Um, my belief of, of success, success is truly about uh, pursuing what our divine creator has intended for us to be and intended for us to do and intended for us to, to you know, be a part of. I think a lot of times you see people who are, who are floundering in life, it's because they don't understand what they've been intended to do or their purpose. I'm always, you know, this last, the last couple months, I've been really big about purpose and how to help people realize their purpose because I understand firsthand that when you don't understand your purpose, as Dr. Miles Monroe you know, said so eloquently, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. I want to get people from, I want to help you get from that place of abuse to a place of, of thriving, a place of living, uh, you know, an ultimately good life, a life, you know, that people, other people around you would want to emulate. I feel like that that's also another factor, another uh, component of success. Success is, is living a life that's worthy of emulating. Um, there's nobody if you go to a prison cell right now I can almost guarantee you unless there's something dynamic about somebody in there that none of those people in there are living a life that I want to emulate and even still even if they are that dynamic I still don't want to emulate their life because I don't want to be there I don't want to know where they ended up so success is having people having a life that you can be proud of a life that, that your children want to emulate and, and, and your friends see your life and they want to emulate as well um, also, what people don't, another thing people don't recognize is that success will require work, but so does failure. I'll say it again. Success requires work, but so does failure. You actually have to work at being a failure. You, have, you actually have to, it, because the universe, the way God has designed the universe for us, we're designed to win. We're designed to thrive. We're designed to be the head, not the tail, the first, not the last. So, in order to not succeed in life, you actually have to go against everything that's been stacked in your favor to not succeed. And we're back. Uh, again, that's a motivational moment from my show, Creating a Championship Standard Living, uh, which airs live every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, wow, what I shall have a doubt, I, I am I, I'm honored to get, be able to do these shows. You don't realize how uh, much of a, a thrill I get to help other people. This is, this is what I live for. This is my purpose, and I'm, I, I know that I'm fulfilling my purpose. And I know that, just like Dr. Sims just said, this is, this is how I light other people's candles. And it doesn't hurt me at all to light other people's candles from my, from my candle because the light is burning so hot, you know. But um, 
we're going to go to the, our next guest. Our next guest is no stranger to the fourth quarter comeback show. She is one of the great talk show hosts here on Blog Talk Radio. She's known as the audacity expert. Get that, the audacity expert. I'm going to let her explain it later when she comes on. Her motto is, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Without further ado, without any more fanfare, I welcome to the show, calling all the way from Los Angeles, California, Miss Tanoa Bond. Tanoa, are you there? I am. I'm so happy to be here, Miles. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute honor to have you back. Yeah, that first show was amazing, right? I loved being on your show that night, and I have kept that momentum going since, you know, and yes, made some yes. great contacts from that show, too, but I've kept that momentum going. So, you know, you and J.O. doing this fourth quarter comeback is just amazing. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Uh, and and J.O. has definitely uh, kept me on my toes to not lose the fire. Um, you know, he keeps getting better, and he keeps, you know, pushing me to get better. So it's like, hey, I, I may get a uh, – a little tired every once in a while, but then I think about, okay, JL is getting ready to call me in a second and tell me about something good, so I got to get up and, 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 and put something on the table so I can talk about something good, too. <laughs> I know. He floored us all with this um, Les Brown. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I always tune yeah. in for his shows or listen on the um, on the back end, on the, on the archive, but I know I'll be there front and center tomorrow. He, he did me proud on that one. I, I, I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's JL. That's my man right there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Tanoa, you were you were telling me something earlier about something really dynamic that you came up with and that you wanted to share with the people today. And I want to, I'm going to see this. Is, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. Dr. Sims talked about John Elway in the AFC Championship game. That was 1986, where he led on the led his team on the drive and where they beat. Uh, well, actually, that drive got them to get to overtime. They had to get the touchdown to go to overtime. But one thing about John Elway back in that era, he didn't have a good running game. He was always throwing the ball. And when he got to the Super Bowl, he couldn't win the Super Bowl because they didn't have a, a solid running game. Well, right. when he finally did win the Super Bowl, he had a solid running game. He had Terrell Davis behind him. And what he would do is he would hand the ball off and get out the way. What I'm getting ready to do, I consider you to be my Terrell Davis. I'm getting out of your way. I'm gonna let you have it. Go, go get him. Go get him, MVP. Okay. <laughs> well, I know. Well, the first thing you mentioned—well, not the first—but you said um, you wanted me to explain why I'm known as the audacity expert. And one Here thing that I have to say, and I, I talked about this. I was on JL show last week, and. I just added this title. I've been trying to figure out a way to really explain to people what I do as a coach. And when I look at my life, I've been in so many situations in my life where people look at me and they want me to feel less than who I am or they want me to believe that they're greater than who I am. And I can honestly say this to you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the president of the United States, the current one, or, you know, the ones in the past. I don't care if you run a Fortune 500 company. I don't care if you're the richest man or woman in the world. You will never be better than me, and I will never be better than you. And if you ever expect me to bow down and kiss your pinky ring, you're a little mistaken because I believe that we were all created equal. And what I get from a lot of people is that how dare you type mentality and or you have the audacity to act that way in my behavior, in, in my presence. And it's like, well, actually, yes, I do um, because right. I believe that audacity is our calling card. So I'm the audacity expert because every single situation in my life that I've been in, the military, corporate America, people are always amazed or shocked that, 
you know, I don't feel that I'm beneath them. I would never believe that I'm beneath you. And if you come to me and your presence is that of you feel that you're beneath someone else or you feel that you're beneath me, then I'm going to have to check you really quickly because you said it when you played your um, the 10 steps earlier from the show on one of your Saturday shows. And one of the things you said was that we were all created to create, and we were. Mm-hmm. Actually, to take it a step further, we were all created to actualize. We were all born with the seed on the inside of us to be exactly what we were created to be. And that means that no one can be better than your seed. All seeds are equal because all seeds come to this earth with everything in them to sustain what they're supposed to be. Everything that we need is on the inside of us. I don't need you to bless my dream for my dream to happen. Now, I need some help. I'm not saying that we don't need help. But what I'm saying is if you never give me your approval, You can't stop my seed from growing because seeds are self-contained. They already have the nutrients. All they need is for the container to believe in the dream. So that's the audacity. That's the calling card. If you want to actualize, when people say, how dare you, you tell them, yes, I do dare, because you can't stop me from living (laughs) my dream. So, yes, I do. Thank you. You know? (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. wow. See, and I got to interject with something. Uh Uh, Going back to uh, something I I spoke about earlier uh, when I taught on uh, I gave instructions for walking on water a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Peter walked on water because Jesus called him to walk on water. The word of God contains in it everything you need to do the assignment you've been called to do. Yes. Just like what you're saying, the seed has everything inside of it that it needs to be what it's been called to be. Well, okay, I'm going to hand you the ball again. I'm going to get out of the way. <laughs> well, well, you know what, and I, I just want to reiterate on that, too, because you said Jesus called him, and a lot of people think that because Jesus called him, Jesus gave him the power. Really, Jesus didn't put any power behind that. He didn't, if you think about it, because right. Jesus already knew what we know, which is Peter had already been called to walk on water. All right. Jesus did was look at him and say, you know what, I'm behind you to do exactly what it is you've been put here on this earth to do. Now let me see you do it because I'm watching. But he didn't say, hey, you know, now you're called in this power filled Peter. What he was saying to Peter was the power already lives on the inside of you. Right. So go ahead right. and do it. Like Nike said, just do it. You have everything you it. need on the inside of you to be who you're supposed to be. I love when Barack Obama was running for president, and, you know, we and he, he said that, um, oh, I'm just about to lose the quote, but basically what he was saying was that, we're all we need. You know, we're the, we're the people that we need to help us. Like, I'm the one that I need. And a lot of times what we do is we go to other people to ask them for help. And we sit there. And if you think about it, if when you have to beg somebody for help or when you have to ask for help and you don't realize that it already lives on the inside of you, it actually takes your energy down. It doesn't boost you up because it takes you out of that position of power. We're all in a position of power. Again, it doesn't mean that I'm better than you, you're better than me, but we're supposed to step to the plate as if we know that it has already happened. Anytime that I have to come to you, Miles, and say, well, you know, Miles, I I, I sure wish I had some, that means now I'm out of that power position because I've forgotten that the power already lives on the inside of me. Now, if I'm saying to you, you know, Miles, gosh, I'm I'm having a bad day, I don't know what's happening, then, hey, if you step to me and say, you know what's Noah? cool out, stop that in your tracks because everything you need already resides on the inside of you. That's different. But if I right. come to you in that powerless position, I've just taken myself out of the, that area where the universe has set me to say I can actualize into the person he created me to be because I'm already it, and I've, I've removed the power from my life. So 
there are people who are waiting for somebody to give them some money or waiting for somebody to give them a word. You know, there are so many people sitting at home waiting for Oprah to call them. If Oprah never calls you, you have what it takes to be who you need to be because it was, A, it was never too late. It's never too late to be what you might have been. And, B, you were born to be who you are. You just need to step up to the plate with a little audacity and be it and, and stop allowing, you know, people to tell you what you're supposed to be. Stop allowing people to dare, you know, how dare you? Yes, I do dare. You can't stop me. When I got laid off last year, somebody said to me, you know, well, they're doing this because they want to ruin your life. And I said, well, they're mistaken and they're ruining theirs. You know, because now you're wasting your energy to try to prove you have more power than me. So let me just give you the footnote. You'll never have more power than me. But thanks for laying me off because now I'm about to go live my dream. Peace. You know, so I understand that, you know, people stepping outside of the power position waiting for the Jesuses of this world to call them. Jesus knew what Peter had inside of him, and he was saying, Peter, look, man, you know what, step up to the plate because you got it. And Peter said, okay, and he did it, you know. <laughs> right. And that's what it is. But, see, and here's, here's another piece of that puzzle. Jesus knew what Peter had inside of him. Peter stepped out in the water, but he lost his confidence because he took his yep. eyes off of yes. – he took his eyes off the fact that he was that he's been called and that he he could actually do this thing to look at the situation, the naysayers, the the, the critics. Oh man, you walk can't nobody walk on water. Who wait? What makes you think you can walk on water? But but he failed to realize he was already doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, in in this, to to, to know, and, and and what we've been called to do here with this um this four quarter comeback movement. There are a lot of people. Who are who are going to hear this podcast? Who are hearing this show live? Who don't completely understand why they why they even got in the situation here and now? Right. What do you say to them to get them to 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 self actualize to to understand that even though they are in a bad spot, maybe not a bad spot, but they're in a spot that that requires a little bit more effort. What do you what do you say to them to get them encouraged to to just get it going? to start, like Dr. Sam said earlier? Well, you know, the first thing I have to say is, you know, we, we nothing has a value until it's created. You know, there are several laws of the universe. There are seven laws of the universe, and most of us get stuck in the law of attraction, but there are others. There's, and there's spiritual laws. There's nothing you can do, whether you believe in them or not, whether you're Christian, um, you know, um, Buddhist, whatever it is, there are still laws to the universe. And one of the laws is um, that nothing has a value until you assign it. So a day is just a day. A life is just a life. A month is just a month. A quarter is just a quarter. Once you assign it a value and say that it's bad, you've actually just assigned a value to your entire lifespan. Now, and people think that it's just in that moment. What you've done is you've said to the universe, this is how I feel about my life right now, and it actually changes the value of your entire life. Because our minds doesn't can't separate. Well, this was I'm talking about five years ago, five days ago. When you say this is bad, your energy changes, and energy is how you communicate back to the universe. So, if you're in this quarter and you're saying that, oh, I'm having a bad time right now, then every single thing that you do is going to be tainted with that bad. So all you have to do is flip the script and change your energy, change how you feel about it. You know, and one of the things that I asked you, I said, oh, you asked me to be on the show, and then you called me today, and I said, what are we talking about today? And you said fourth quarter and talking about courage. And I was like, great. I love the courage conversation because what happens is, like you said a second ago, Peter lost his confidence. Confidence is tied to courage. And so when you look mm -hmm. at the word courage, that means that you have to continue to have that power that I spoke of earlier to resist opposition. 
There's going to be so much opposition in your life. You're going to have people who will tell you that your dream is not possible because basically what they're doing is they're looking at their own limited vision and they're feeding you what they see in their limited vision. Or you may have people who say, to you, who say to you, well, you know, there's nothing else you can do. Or you may say it to yourself. The one thing I hate is when my clients say to me, I've done all that I can do. You, no one has, on mm. this earth can ever do all that they can do. You know, you may, what, what you're saying is you've done all that you're comfortable with. But right. you haven't done all that you could do. Because if you're looking for a job and you haven't found one, let me ask you a question. Have you moved out the country yet? Because there are jobs there. You know, if you're looking for a relationship and you haven't found one, have you changed the way you, you know, the way you present yourself? You haven't done all that you can do. So don't say that. But it comes in the courage because if you feel that you've had a bad life or that you've fallen, have you gotten up yet? Right. Because the key right. to life is when you fall to get back up. Again, there is no failure. When, if you're in a Christian church, people hear all the time, there is no failure in God. And mm-hmm. what I want to do is I want to take that, go back to the self-actualizing seed, the reason there is no failure in God is because he didn't create faulty seeds. So there is no failure in that seed that's inside of you. So if you wow. water that seed with your dream, you will continue to actualize into that which you were created to be because you weren't born to fail. If wow. you strive for your purpose, you can't fail. There is only success in the seed because the seed is self-contained with what it needs to grow. All you need to do, again, is to water it with your seed and to be persistent. I know... On Facebook um, today, I snagged a quote from another person's site, and I want to make sure I get that quote in today, and it's by Mendino, who used to be, he was a salesman, but he was a motivational um, speaker, and a lot of people hear his quote. But basically, he was kind of talking about this courage thing, and he said, I will persist until I succeed. I was not delivered onto this world in defeat, nor nor does failure course in my veins. I am not a sheep waiting to be prodded by my shepherd. I am a lion, and I refuse to talk or walk or sleep with the sheep. I will hear not those who weep and complain, for their disease is contagious. Let them join the sheep. The slaughterhouse of failure is not in my destiny. And that's what you have to realize. When it comes to the seed that's on the inside of you, the slaughterhouse of failure is not in your destiny. If you choose failure... That's different. You weren't born to fail, but a lot of us choose failure because we are afraid to do anything other than. So whatever it is that you've been called to do, actualize into that. Listen to the seed and water the seed with your dream. And one other quick thing is when you're living the dream and when you're walking on the path that you're supposed to be on and when things start to happen, you know what? It's okay. But what you have to decide is the only plan in your life is plan A. Never have a plan B, C, or D. People, I, I, I've been arguing with people on Facebook all week, and I use the word arguing, you know, um, lightly. But people mm-hmm. keep saying, oh, I'm living my plan B. And I'm like, you should never have a plan B because it gets you off track of plan A. If plan right. A looks like it's falling apart, so what? Burn all bridges behind you. Don't say, well, if this falls apart, I can always go back to waitressing. No, you can't. If this falls apart, I can always go back to busting tables. No, you can't. If you can't go back to something you no, it's not an option. And if that wasn't if that's not what you were called to do, you can't go back to that. You have to actualize into the seed. And I don't care how painful it is, I don't care how depressing it looks, there's always light on the other side. The seed grows down into the earth first to make roots. That's the painful part. Then it shoots up. That means when it's still down there, it's still dark, right? 
And then all of a sudden, right. once it shoots through the earth, that's when you start seeing the light. People get into their darkness and give up. Don't, get, don't give up. You're growing roots, babe. You know, keep it going. Just keep it moving. Or like Lori well, said on, um, on Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that. You reminded me of a, uh, something I heard Les Brown say. Um, he talks about how a bamboo tree, for the first four years of its uh, existence, in the ground, it's, yeah. you know, it's taking root in the ground. It does, you don't see any outward growth on top of the ground. No. But in, in year five, it shoots up to 90 feet. Yep. That means that and, it had to, it, it, for those first four years, you know, somebody had to continuously, continuously water it and can continuously believe it. Okay, I know what's in this seed. I know, I know it's supposed to be a 90-foot tall tree. I just have to keep watering it because I, I know what's in it. I know what's in. Yeah. I know what's in the seed. I know what's in the seed, I, and I know that if it's in that ground, that's fertile ground, something good is going to shoot up, and 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 within the next five years, something great is going to come out of that seed. And that's how we have yeah. to be at the, in in this fourth quarter. I mean, just not in this fourth quarter, but in our lives, we have to know that yeah. seed, just like you're saying, the seed that that, it, that we are, that there's something great inside us. We had to keep watering that seed. And we had to keep reminding ourselves that you know we were put on this earth to do some dynamic stuff. And I think in self-actualizing, like you're saying, what, is, what you're going to start seeing, what a lot of people are going to start noticing is that they have been misled. They've allowed themselves to believe a farce. They've allowed themselves to believe that they can't do it, and like, like you're saying, giving away their power. And I think that's, you know, I'm, I love, you know, that, that you bring up these points because what I'm thinking about is that people hear these shows, they hear the, the, the passion that we're bringing this stuff to them, and they, it, it lights a fire. It's like, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to be losing. I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. I'm a lion. I'm a lion, and I refuse to be be slaughtered like a sheep. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you you got me you got me going on. I'm, I'm, let me let me get out the way because I'm I'm supposed to hand you the ball and then get out the way. Let me <laughs> I'm gonna hand you the ball back. <laughs> That's okay. It's right. I'm not a sheep. You know. Um, again, <laughs> I I used to minister in a Christian church, and I don't call myself a Christian. I've never really been just a Christian. I've always believed in other things, but I I, I was a part of the Christian church for. 30 years or so, so I know scripture like the best of them, you know, and love to, to to really get into scripture because I like to look at the original time that it was written and what it means and then take that to what it means to me, not what it means to society, not what it means to the church. What does it mean to me? How does it help me to walk better? And I know one of the things in the Christian church or one of the things in the Bible is we hear all the time that we're supposed to be like sheep because we're Jesus' sheep, but a lot of people take that literally. You know, but when you look at an animal, I use this a lot with people, my clients, you know, people who come to me for advice. I always say, what, what's your favorite animal? And now take the qualities and characteristics of that animal. Because if you think about animals, especially if you pick a jungle animal, they know what they have to do to survive, right? That's all that's on mm-hmm. their mind is surviving and fulfilling. If you think about it in our terms, fulfilling the dream. Whatever it is right. for them at that moment, that's the only thing that they think of. They don't get sidetracked. You know, they don't hear sales happening at Barney's. You know, they don't hear that somebody's having a barbecue. No, it's all about surviving whatever it is that they've been put here to survive or to do. Right. So I love to use the eagle because eagles have this keen vision, but then they also know when to put their trust back in the universe, if you will. They know at some point, you know, when they become their own worst enemy. 
an eagle, when it reaches a certain age, is its feathers are too heavy to fly. So it actually has to fly to the top of the highest mountain. It has to beat the crud off of its beak with a rock because, you know, they calcify. And so it's already tender. And then they pull every feather from their body, making them flightless, and they hide in the cleft of a rock until their wings grow back. So they have to know when to trust, when you become your own biggest enemy, and when to rejuvenate. And if you're in the fourth quarter right now, if you're the plant, the seed, the bamboo, whatever it is, and you're under the earth and you're thinking that it's, you're done and it's all over, relax in the process and wait till your wings grow back. Because when they grow back, you're going to be stronger than you've ever been before. Or whatever animal it is for you, find out the qualities and characteristics of why this animal means so much to you and adapt them into your life and make that a part of your personality. Because they don't quit, they don't give up. If an eagle sees its prey, it's not going to say, well, you know what, it looks busy or I might not reach it in time. <laughs> everything that it has, everything that it has, it puts into getting that prey, right? And if it misses, then, hey, he can go back to the rock and say, I gave it 100%, I missed out. Can we say that all the time? Wow. Sometimes we give it 20%. Sometimes we give it 40%. That eagle gives it 100% every single time because that's his food. That's his sustenance. Your dream is your food, your sustenance. Why are you not giving it 100% every single time? Why are you allowing other people to, to talk you out of your vision or to tell you that you don't have what it takes to do what you need to do or what you've been called to do? So going back to audacity, I would have to say to you, how dare you not live your dream? How dare you not do what you've been put on this earth to do? How dare you not know that all the power you need in your life already resides in you and that there's nobody on this earth that's better than you? How dare you give away your power? A lot of us gift wrap our power and give, hand it over to somebody else and then wonder why they're treating us so badly. You've just right. given all of your power away. Get it back. Right. Take it back, you know? Right. So, to yeah. Noah, to know, you, you know, I got to do this. <laughs> I got to move to the next part of the show. But what I want you to do, I don't want you to hang up. But I do want you to let the people know how they can find you and also give them a word of encouragement before we go to the next segment. Wow. Um, you know, I was just reading the chat room and I was about to laugh because someone has just said they don't hear about a show at Barney. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. It's like you just, I feel like you just thought me. It's like leave a word of encouragement. And I'm like, um, I don't know if I have one. Let's see. Well, you can find me at uh, tonoabond.com, T-O-N-O-A-B-O-N-D.com. You can also find me on Blog Talk Radio. I have a show every Monday, Living Your Dreams with Tanoa Bond, here on Blog Talk Radio, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Bond. And it's Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And the other thing right now, I have a, a, a partner, and we're actually creating an entire self-help um, and Personal Development University, and we came up with a name of it. I don't want to give the name yet. We haven't secured the URL, but it's amazing. But it's University, capital Y-O-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y. And so that's going to be amazing. So um, more to come on that. And if, you know, going back to the quote that you mentioned earlier that I have on my website, that I have on my business cards, that I just have, I think, um, tattooed on my chest somewhere, I guess, because I love <laughs> the is it's never too late to be what you might have been. So if you're in the fourth quarter and you're thinking it's too late for you, it's not. 
if you're, not, if you're in the first quarter of your life and you're wondering how this dream is going to come to fruition, it will. It's never too late. Believe in the seed that's on the inside of you. The seed contains everything that it, need, that it needs to grow, and it needs you to just believe it. And as long as you believe it, it doesn't matter what Joe thinks, what your mom thinks, what your sister thinks, because they're not important in that process. The only person that's important in that process is you. So that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Because life is like a box of chocolates at that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, Tanoa, uh, uh, hold on for a second. I'm going to bring you back uh, for, for uh, to give a, some closing thoughts, but I'm going to move forward in the show, and I, I will be back with you. But I appreciate you. Look, let me tell you something, guys. We have had some dynamic guests come on here tonight. So what I normally would do, you know, if, if this was Saturday, I would I would still be trying to you know teach a lesson and things like that. I don't feel it's fair for me to try to teach you a lesson tonight because I, I want the purpose of these shows is to bring on dynamic people and for the for the sole purpose of giving you a blueprint for success. The thing we're dealing with now is that I'm trying to get you somewhere. I'm really, really, really trying to get you somewhere. I'm working overtime trying to get you somewhere. Really, this is overtime for me. I mean, I mean, it's one o'clock in the in the east, and and like I said, at eleven thirty, I was I was ready to go to sleep, but I knew that I had to come out tonight and, and and prepare something great for you guys. And I believe that we have definitely, definitely brought some good stuff to you tonight. And I want you to really, you know, if you're not listening to this live, listen to the podcast later. Email this to your friends. Tell your friends that this show was on. I'm telling you, what we presented to you tonight is ferocious stuff. If you just listen to it with an open spirit, listen to it with an open spirit. I'm telling you, the stuff that, that Dr. Sims presented, the stuff that Tanoa presented, even the stuff that, you know, you go back to the motivational moments, this, was, this is dynamic stuff. It's designed to light you on fire. It's designed to give you what you need to, to get it moving in the fourth quarter. But guess what? My, my goal is not just to get you moving the fourth quarter. My goal is to get you on fire to create momentum so that once you get it moving in the fourth quarter, that you, and as you win before 2009 ends, that you will, you will be on fire in 2010. My goal is, is not just until December 31st. But before December 31st get here, I'm telling you right now, you've got some stuff that, that, that is yours that you're supposed to have that you're going to get if you listen to what we're talking about. If you, do, if you can apply these principles, if you just open your mind, open your heart, and, and your, open your spirit up to apply these principles, I guarantee that you'll be victorious. I guarantee it. I don't have to sugarcoat it. I guarantee it. I'm doing the same thing I'm telling you. I'm, I'm my own guinea pig. I'm telling you the things that these people are talking about here, I'm taking notes on it because I'm, going to, I'm applying it in my own life. My motto, my mantra is don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. I've, I've, through years and years of going through hardships and pain and losses, but also winning championships, I've, I've grown to be very, very resilient. And I, I don't know, even know why I'm telling you this right now, but one thing about me is that I, I, I owe myself an apology, I owe you an apology for not always being who I'm supposed to be. But like Tanoa says, it's never too late to be what you might have been. It's time to actualize people. It's time to go get it. It's time to – you got good stuff left on the table, baby. The year's not over. It's, not, it's just October. October's not even over yet. It's still some good stuff left for you, baby. The game is, is far from over. 
the game is far from over, and it's not over until you win. Les Brown said that to me. Les Brown said it in a book. He said it to me personally. It's not over until you win. It's not over until you win. We're going to win this game. We are going to win this game. We are going to win this game together. We are going to win this game together. You hear me? I don't care what the situation is. We're going to win. We are going to win. We are going to pull off the fourth quarter comeback. You better believe it, baby. You better believe it. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care how bleak it looks. I don't care what people are telling you. I'm the coach that's going to tell you you can do it. Kanoa's the coach that's going to tell you you can do it. JL's the coach that's going to tell you that you can do it. Dr. Sims is the coach that's going to tell you that you can do it. Now you have these people telling you that you can do it. The next step is do it. Just do it. People, I'm going to bring on uh, my covenant brother, uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey. I want him to, to talk about the, the show he has planned for, on, uh, planned for us tonight on Make It Happen Radio. I'm, he's going to come off about five minutes just and, and, and further bring home, drive home the point of, of what he's going to be doing tonight with uh, Mr. Les Brown. J.L., are you there? Hey, what's going on, Miles? Everything is great, sir. It's an honor to have you on the show. Hey, you know, I'm ready to slap a bear, man. Tanoa <laughs> was dynamite, man. Uh, uh, Walt, he was great. I mean, fantastic stuff, Miles. Fantastic stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said earlier, man, I, I, you know, while you slapping the bear, I, I got the shotgun. So we put, <laughs> put him to sleep real quick. <laughs> so when I slap him, if he get back up, you'll put him back down for me. I'll put him, I'll put him down. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm your kinsman redeemer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, great stuff, Miles. Great stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jay, tell the people about uh, what's going to happen tonight. I, I'm, I'm excited just just thinking about it. I'm, I, I'm, I don't, I'm at a loss of words, man. You, you know that's hard to do. Tell, tell them about what's going to happen. Well, you know, again, I want to say thank you for having me. But yes, what sir. happened, Miles, is that, you know, I did. I've been doing the whole fourth quarter. You know, we partnered on that deal. I've been doing it all month long, and, man, it's been a tremendous blessing to people. And I did a show uh, two weeks ago with yourself, David Bridgeforth, Nick Zizi, and Chris Gloss. I highly recommend that people go and listen to it. I mean, it was an absolutely phenomenal show. But as I was formatting the show, I'm looking at all these guys' bios, and they said, you know, they've, they've either been trained or, or uh, coached or whatever it may be by Les Brown. And so right. I said, you know, I'm going to go right after the guy who trained these guys. And so I reached out to him, and, man, he happily accepted. But I tell you, it was it was tough. You know, Miles, you, you know the struggle. It was kind of one of those deals he confirmed, and then he backed out, and then he confirmed, and then, you know, I'm playing, you know, but, man, we finally got it done. We actually did the interview uh, the other day, and we've edited it down and got everything together. I'm telling you, people, it is an absolutely fantastic interview. I mean, it was so good. I've had people listen to it already, and it gave them chill bumps. I mean, it yeah, was yeah, absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And what makes it incredible, Miles, is that he did this interview at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I mean, and the, wow. and the energy and the passion that he had at 6 a.m., I mean, it's absolute. You guys do not want to miss it. That is tonight at 6.30 Central Standard Time right here on Blog Talk. We're going to be talking about – we're going to bring our month-long – uh, deal to a close the fourth quarter comeback and he's going to give us a synopsis of this whole fourth quarter and what it's about and he's going to speak on the subject how to mount a fourth quarter comeback why not go to um you know the greatest general that we have it's i told my right. wife it's the equivalent of playing basketball with michael jordan 
you know, so, <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic time tonight. And then to top it all off, my book goes on sale tonight when I go on the air. My book will go on sale, Living an Uncommon Life, The Five Steps to Go from Good to Great. So God has set it up where not only do I have <laughs> Les Brown on my show, but I'll be selling my book tonight too. So we're absolutely thrilled and excited about the show tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tell people more about the book. Oh, man, the book, it's, again, it's entitled Living an Uncommon Life, The Five Steps to Go from Good to Great. And break, basically what the book is about, when you hear the five steps to go from good to great, it sounds like I'm giving you a recipe to go from, um, you know, living on Skid Row to Beverly Hills. But that's not what it's about. <laughs> I give you the steps to change your mindset. See, broke is a mindset. You right. Know? And right. so I give you the steps to go from average to 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 great, to from good to great, from problem to solution. I give you the steps and the keys on how to make a shift in your mindset. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, be transformed. And that's what I give you the tools in this book on how to transform your thinking. It's often said that if you hang with nine broke people, it's not nine out of ten times you'll be number ten. Well, you have to change your mindset and say, hey, I'm, look at my crowd. Look at the people that I'm associating myself with. Do they have the things that I want in life? And if they're not, it's crucial that you begin to change the way you think. I cannot stress that enough. Change the way you think. And in this book, that's what we talk about. We give you the keys to, to, to understand how to change your mind and how to, make, uh, how to have a great, great life. So I'm telling you, you guys want to pick it up. It goes on sale tonight as soon as I go on air in Miles. What I'm doing is if they pick, purchase the book, uh, tonight through Monday, I'm donating 20% of my proceeds to a charity. So, I mean, it's an awesome, awesome time, man, to just be alive. I'm telling you, man, to Noah got me ready to slap a bear. I'm stuttering all over the place. She's got me fired up, man. And like I said, and I got the shot of you if, 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 if things get a little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so man. Uh, great stuff. Jay, Jay I, I'm, I'm, like, again, I, we've been having a love fest here uh, on your behalf earlier in the show, man, but I'm just going to say it on behalf of everybody else, man. I really, 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 really am proud of what you've been doing. And like I said, I, I, I can think back to when we met earlier in the year, and it was, you know, basically two individuals living their dreams or, or pursuing their dreams. And I'm looking at where we are now. I'm looking at the things you've accomplished. I'm looking at the success we've both had, you know, in, in living our dreams. And I think this should be you know, motivation for anybody else. If you really have a passion inside of you, just step out. Step out and go do it. Don't don't worry about who doesn't like it. Don't worry about who, who doesn't agree with it. Don't worry about what people people got to say because look look at what's happening with J.L. Godfrey right now. He's been able to to connect to Les Brown in less than a year. In less wow. than a year. Yes, sir. He's been able to. He's been able. He he decided he was going to do this motivational thing. He connected to the greatest motivator in the world. I I'll say that. That's Les Brown's my mentor too, and I'll say it. I will, he is arguably the greatest motivator in the world. Yes, sir. Yes, J.L. Garfield's gonna have him on his show tonight. J.L. Garfield's living his dream. How about you? Well, see what it is, Miles. Again, it goes back to your mindset. See, people don't think it's possible for them to live their dreams. Right. See, that's what. That's that's why people tune in every week to uh, the uh, the creating the championship standard of living. They let. Uh, Tune in every week to Noah's radio show and so many other shows 
they tune in because they don't think it's possible, and they tune in, and, they, and they're trying to get inspired to, to step out and step out. Man, I watched a movie the other day, and I know i got to bring this to a close, but I watched a movie, um, I think it's called Last Holiday with Queen Latifah, and yeah. she, she was diagnosed, she, she thought she was going to die. And what she did, she started to step out and live her dream and do all the things that she, she was too afraid to do when she was going to work that nine-to-five job. <laughs> and what she found out at the end of the movie, Miles, is that she never was going to die. And she, she took birth and, and, and took hold to her dream because she got rid of the fear. See, what happens is people have fear. If you get away, if you get away from the fear and just step out, just step out on your dream, I'm telling you, it can happen for you people. I, my mom told me when I was seven years old, she asked me, she said, son, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, mom, I want to be a radio personality. I want to be a speaker. Oh, no, son, they don't make enough money. Well, because of her limited thinking, she didn't think that her son could be the next Steve Harvey or the next Rush Limbaugh. She never thought that. And so for years, Miles, I went living this nine-to-five job, and then one day I got the pink slip. I got the pink slip, wow. and I went back to my dream bank. And so many of us make deposits in our dream bank, wow. but we never make withdrawals. And so one day I said, you know, I'm going to go make a withdrawal out of my dream bank, and I got that radio deal. And, man, look what God has done today. I have yeah. interviewed, one, like you say, one of the greatest communicators this world has ever seen is because I dared to step out on my dream. I got rid of the fear and made a withdrawal from my dream bank. So, Miles, it's about how we think, and we have to get away from the fear. I'm telling you, that's why this book is so powerful. I give people the tools to change the way they think. It's, wow. it's crucial to change the way you think. Wow. And, and to, to piggyback on what JL was saying, for me it wasn't a pink slip necessarily. It was a forklift. I actually got hit by a forklift. Wow. That's what made me leave the, uh, a job about six years ago. I got hit by a forklift and was badly injured at a job where I knew I should, shouldn't have been there that long. But I was in the trappings of, you know, having getting a check every two weeks. Or at that time, that job paid every week. So getting a, a nice-sized check every week made it hard for me to live my dreams when I knew I was supposed to be out doing what I'm doing now. And that's why I said earlier, I apologize for not actualizing when I was supposed to quicker. Because there's some people that may have may have missed their calling. Because if we when we're dragging our feet, we're somebody's we're somebody's hope, we're somebody's light. We're the we're the reason why some another candle can be lit, just like Dr. Sims was saying earlier. And we're we're not doing what we're supposed to do. That light is missing, and they may not, they may not get it. That's how important our destiny is. We are it is sequential. We have to we one hand feeds one hand feeds the other. We have to we have to be there. We are our brother's keeper. We are we need we're there for each other. So that means we have to we have to get in the zone quick. Get in the zone quick and do what we're supposed to do because somebody's counting on you to be successful. Somebody that may not even born yet needs you to be successful. I, I haven't had children yet, so my children need to know that their father's a champion. So that when they come out there's no excuse. Daddy daddy did it, your mama did it, you can do it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Jay, uh, it's like I said, a great honor, man, and I'm looking forward to the show today. I know I'll be I'll be there with you, uh, with the on the interview and everything, and I'm um I'm excited. I'm looking forward to um to 7:30 Eastern Standard Time, 6:30 Central Standard Time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I mean, my I mean, the interview is absolutely. This guy, we 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 were only supposed to do 30 minutes, but he got once he got going, 
<laughs> man, it was like like you said that anointing hit him or something because I yes, mean sir. once he yes, got sir. going, I tell you, it was absolute and he covers a multitude of topics, a yes, multitude. Sir. Somebody told me they said when you interview him, ask him questions that bring out something that he didn't even know that was on the inside of him. The interview went so well that after we concluded, he called me back and just talked for a good while, man. And, I mean, I'm telling you, people, you do not want to miss out on tonight's interview. Again, it's right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can find me at blogtalkradio.com forward slash make it happen radio. I'm not giving out the number because I'm afraid that the lines will get jammed. So I advise everyone to try to listen via Internet because I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. I'm telling you, people, it is going to be an absolutely tremendous blessing for you. And it's one of those things, and Miles, I'll bring this to a close, but it's one of those things that you get it and you hold on to it. <laughs> and like I was telling you the other day, I've been studying cows. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting cold here, Miles, and I'm looking around at these cows, and they're chewing. But they're not eating anything, and they're chewing, right. and they're right. chewing. And I said, man, so I came home and I studied the cow. And what they're chewing on is called the cud. And what the cud is, is something that they ate a long time ago, and they regurgitate it and bring it back up and chew on it again. What you will get from this interview, you will be able to bring this back to your memory over and over and over again to step out in your dream. So when discouragement hits you, you can say, oh, I remember listening to that great Les Brown interview on Make It Happen Radio, and this is what he talked about. You will be able to chew on that cud for years to come. So I'm telling you, people, you do not want to miss. One, one tidbit I'll give you. He said something about people investing in themselves. Mm. We're, not, we're, we're not investing in ourselves. We will entertain ourselves. <laughs> we will buy CDs, movies, and all that, but we won't invest in ourselves. So I, I, I plead with you people, tune in tonight, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, to Blog Talk Radio and Make It Happen Radio where Les Brown will come and share some outstanding information with you. Wow. Well, Jay, I, I, I'm just like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm honored. Um, and <laughs> I don't know any other way to say it, man. I'm just looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to contain myself, but I'm, I'm utterly excited. Like it's, it's 122 where I'm at. It's 122 in uh, downtown Atlanta. And I can be honest with you. I really, I really, I'm, I really almost don't want to go to sleep because I, I want, I don't want to make sure I don't, wanna, don't miss this, this show, man. This is gonna be some dynamic. <laughs> man, I'm, t- it's, I mean, Miles, ooh, I'm telling you, people, it is a absolutely, and, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, but I'm telling you, people, it's an absolutely fantastic interview, and he, he spoke on so many different topics that, I mean. It's, I'm telling you, you do not want to miss it. And while you're listening, you can pick up my book, Living an Uncommon Life. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal evening. So, again, I plead with you to tune in tonight, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, to Blog Talk Radio, Make It Happen Radio. Miles Miller will be on the show, and it's just going to be an outstanding event. Yes, sir. Well, Jay, we're honored to be a part of it, and I look forward to seeing you tonight. All right, man. Thanks so much for having me, Miles. Not a problem, sir. Not a problem. Take care. Take care.
Well, people, uh, we're coming to the close of the show. But what I want to do is I want to I want to open the microphone up for Dr. S- uh, Walter Sims and uh, Mr. Noah Bond just to uh, give a parting shot, just one uh, quick word of uh, encouragement again. I, I know I, I had you on all night. Dr. Sims, you're, you're on. Oh, excuse me, Tanoa, you're on. I just give the people just one parting word and um, so before we head off. Okay, you want who do you want to go first? Okay. Tanoa, um, you're on. Well, you know, I just want to say really quickly that, you know, we should not be afraid of anything and we shouldn't let anything stop us from living our dream. I spent the last two months, people, um, no one knew because I don't tell people my business, but I just went to the doctor and found out I'm okay, but for the last two months we thought I had cancer. And that didn't stop me. It was like on some level I thought of my kids, but for the most part, it actually gave me a little more fuel to add to the fire because like many people listening right now, there was a point in my life where I wasn't living my dream the way I should have been. And for a quick second, I thought, oh, crap, you know, now that I'm starting to live my dream, this is happening. But you know what I said to myself was, whether that's true or not, I still have to give 150% because whether I leave this earth today or 20 years from now, I want to make sure my contribution matters. So you shouldn't have any fear in that because there is no failure in your seed. There's no failure in the actualization process. We shouldn't have a, We don't have a fear of success. Success is the only option because our only motive in life is to actualize. You should have a fear of failure. And if you're not doing what you need to do to survive, if you're not doing what you need to do to make it, if you're not doing what you need to do to live your dream, change your thinking. Start again tomorrow. Tomorrow's in the day. Live your dream. So that's my word of the day. And thank you, Miles, so much for having me on the show. Again, it's an absolute honor. We appreciate you for coming out. Thank you. Dr. Sims, I'm going to give you uh, another uh, two minutes also, tell the people, uh, get the people a parting shot. Hey, man, uh, real, real quickly, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to borrow uh, a saying from Mary Kay. And, uh, Miles, you probably don't know about Mary Kay. That is, uh, uh, she sells uh, makeup and stuff like that. Oh, I know about the pink Cadillac. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, amen. I'm going to just steal a quick line uh, from them because I told uh, one of the uh, young ladies that works uh, at the nuclear plant with me, we were talking about uh, all the stuff that I'm doing, um, uh, realizing, living my dream, and all of that, and that we were chuckling about, I said that I'm going to be a millionaire pretty soon. And she said, and she kind of chuckled, she said, well, she said, Dr. Sims, uh, what we say in Mary Kay, if your friends are not laughing at your dreams, they're not big enough. And so tonight, for your audience and you, if people aren't laughing at your dreams, they are just not big enough. And we're going to take Tanoa's advice, man, and we're going to live the dream because, you know, tomorrow is not promised to us, man. And we don't want to sit back one day and look back and say what I should have done, what I could have done, and and all of those things and live in regret. Let's not do that. Let's live today as if tomorrow may never come and get the most out of today. And, again, if your friends are not laughing at your dreams, they're just not big enough. Love you, man, and I'm out of here. Love you. Love you. This is All right. This has been um an absolute phenomenal show. I'm honored to to be able, to be the host of, this, of such a dynamic thing. And what I want you to do first and foremost, I want to thank and acknowledge and honor uh Dr. Walter Sims, um Mr. Noah Bond, Mr. J.L. Godfrey, uh, my big sister uh Karen L. Donald. She was on the show earlier. She was going to come on, but she had to she had to go. Uh, she's going to be on some some uh, fourth quarter comeback shows, and she's also going to be on creating a championship, standard living. 
absolute dynamic life coach, absolutely dynamic in um, deliverance. Uh, she's somebody who's going to be on here. We're going to talk a lot about letting go of, of things that would limit you. So um, absolutely phenomenal, uh, phenomenal people that we're connected to and that we're going to bring to you. Um, before I go, I want to – my parting shot is this. You've been, um, you've been given a blueprint tonight. If there's anything in life that you really want to accomplish, you can do it. I'm here to tell you that you can do it. I'm here to tell you that I'm here to tell you my mantra, my motto, and that is don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. You are put here to do dynamic stuff. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Take the heed the advice of the, of what the speakers gave you tonight. Go forth in your dreams. You can walk on water, baby. You can walk on water and not get wet. Continue to, to keep your focus on the goal, on the promise. You were put here to do some dynamic stuff. And then as I leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna play for you another motivational moment from creating the championship standard of living. Um, it's called Five Percent. I absolutely love you. I, I adore you. I look forward to seeing you back on subsequent shows, and also I look forward to getting testimonies from you about how good this show was for you. Because I know that some, if you really open your heart to listen to this show, it's going to change your life. God bless you. I'll see you at the top. You know that you weren't put here just to hold up space and take up air. You were put here to do something dynamic. You were put here to make things better. Everything is created to be a solution to something. Okay? Nobody's life is in vain. There's a, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom. Um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So, your, your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when he created you. So, you're, so I want you to, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you're important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others. And you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems. So take your worth in that. And know that there's something dynamic for you to do. So, that's the segue to my lesson today. My lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image. 
Seven Ways to Promote a Positive Self-Image. Step one, place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you, which we just talked about in depth. And we, I can go further with this. You have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we, each and every one of us was created in the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So it's, a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle and I take it to a, a General Motors dealership. Now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information. But how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that spirit that created us? And when you be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that.